following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, Studio A, where we are, as usual, <laughs> episode 333. It is a Sunday, it's the 28th day of June, uh, it's the, day, the official date of production of this program, it'll be the day that you'll, some of you will actually hear this program, so uh, thank you for uh, dialing in, uh, tuning in, uh, downloading, streaming, whatever it is that you do to get the program. We certainly do appreciate your uh, uh, patronage, patronage, patronage. <laughs> we like you listening. That's uh, what it boils down to. Uh, yeah, episode 333. That's what, yeah, I just mentioned it. Got a lot going on. Uh, we're going to have a little fun today uh, getting into... Uh, a, a dive deep into uh, something I usually like to talk about anyways, you know, longtime listeners of this program kind of know that I'm, 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 I get to be a little critical of media that's around us. And it's not just television or newspapers or radio. Uh, it's um, streaming radio, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm critical of all of it, uh, including myself. It's just it's part of the part of the territory that we run in. Uh, but also... Uh, social media, and we've of course had lots of lots of fun with uh, Facebook and Twitter, and and those. Uh, we're going to delve into one that you know of, but probably haven't heard m- much many people talk about it because of its ubiquity. But we'll get to that and uh, and a little bit more. Uh, today is also a big day uh, for uh, for 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 those of us that have been working on this uh, YouTube show. You've heard me talking about the past couple of weeks. Uh, Drinking with dead people makes its debut uh, tomorrow officially tomorrow but i'm sneaking it at around midnight yeah midnight monday morning is what it's going to bolt to so it's it's the end of the night on sunday so if you're staying up late uh you, you can get a chance to sneak in and see the first episode uh as it as it goes live if you will at around that time somewhere around there and uh it'll be uh, it'll be interesting and i gotta tell you you know being involved in this production has been really quite a interesting experience <laughs> It's like anything else that when you get into it, you find that it changes along the way. You have an idea of what it's going to be like as you go through it and as we start to set it up and and uh, you start taping and you go into production and you go, ah, let's not do this. Let's try this. It's, you know, it goes back and forth and back and forth. And, if, and ultimately, you come down to what it is that you're going to kind of feel like the way it is. And it's took us like seven episodes to get into that. So I'm going to tell you, episode one, as fascinating of a subject it may be, uh, episode one's rough. It, it really is. I had no clue what I was doing. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I had zero clue. Uh, I knew that this was something we wanted to do, and you know, I, I wanted to approach this in a, in a in a particular manner. But at the same time, I had zero idea of how this is going to run. And and you have to remember something too. And this is just how I've worked over the years. It's unscripted. It's entirely unscripted. And when people go hear that, oh, it's unscripted, bro. That means it is. It means you've got a producer that's manipulating it and blah, 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 blah. Look, it's not a reality show, man. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. It's, you know, I, I learn about the subject, you know, that the, whoever it is I'm going to be talking about before we go shoot it. I've got some of it memorized to the point of being able to understanding the talking points, if you know, you know what I'm saying? And then we get in there, and I and I'll screw it up. There's been there's been mistakes, but nothing nothing horrible. The world's not going to stop, <laughs> thank God. And uh, you just you just keep going. And the point is, it's it's a story to be told about individuals. It's history, and it's it's fairly light and and rather benign. And it uh, it follows along the same road that a lot of YouTube channels. Uh, 
of the same uh, bent uh, find there are little bits of success in that. And that is uh, history is fascinating to a lot of people. Graveyards are specifically very uh, fascinating for folks and tombstones and headstones and whatever you want to call them and uh, markers <clears throat> and the people that, that lie there. That's, that's another issue too. And that's what the, that's the point of the show. So it's really more about that than anything else. And if you're looking for really tacky ribald humor, you won't find it there. Well, I take it back. You might, <laughs> but at any rate, sneak episode, the uh, for it'll it'll be released every Monday. Uh, I should tell you that it'll be there'll be thirteen of them right up here out of the shooting, and then we're gonna probably go uh, straight on into season two all the way to the end of the year. But um, and then we'll probably take a break. But uh, uh, episode two, or not episode two? Yeah, episode two will happen next Monday. Episode one is this Monday, right at midnight. Now, what will happen is that episode two will probably drop a little bit. Uh, later in the day, you know, like about, I don't know, noon, somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in there. I haven't figured it out yet, but it's all, I got to work all this out. So please bear with us as, as it, as it comes, comes around, but you will have some content to watch. They're short. They're like, I don't know. I think the longest is like 12 to 15 minutes and the shortest is like five. So, you know, there you go. It's fun. It'll be a good time. And it's all happening on YouTube. Look for the show drinking with dead people. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole channel. Oops. Sorry. There's a, there's a whole channel devoted to it. And, uh, <clears throat> and there you go. Okay, we'll pause. When we come back, we'll get into what we had been, what I've been teasing about here, and it's the uh, the most toxic of all. I'm telling you, it's the most toxic of all social media platforms. Do you know which one it is? Yeah, it may be that one. <laughs> it may not be. But we'll delve a little deeper into it as we get into it next here on this episode from Radio Land right after this very, very brief break. Wizards is corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you Order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. Must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. Social media, it's a thing. It's been around a little while. We're still trying to reckon with it. It's like some big giant gorilla sitting in the room. What do we do with it? Where does it sit? Wherever the hell it wants to. That's kind of what it happened. Lots of stuff going on about all this. I mean, you got... Let's look at the idea behind social media, of course. You've got... uh, uh, well, it started, I guess, sort of with MySpace. Uh, was really some, was, it didn't go well, although it's still sort of trying to make a comeback in some aspect or another, but uh, there is that. Uh, and then you've got, of course, Facebook, which is the, that's the big one. That's the one everybody is, is, is trying to understand what's going on. And they've got some problems because, as we've seen here of late, a lot of advertisers are pulling out of Facebook. And why is this, you ask? It's because of their policies in handling uh, predominantly fake news and the spreading of what one might term uh, uh, caustic uh, conspiracy theories without any backing. And when somebody tries to call, claim that there's no factual basis for this, people get pissy and then, you know, then things happen. And then, of course, you got Twitter. And Twitter is this weird, toxic environment as well. <clears throat> it's not, it, on the surface, it doesn't seem like it's quite as toxic as Facebook because God knows. Facebook is um, ugly. It's rude, and it's also it's also detached. It's not it's not connected in any way, shape, or form with what's going on in the world. You know, have you noticed that? 
It's a reflection. If you're getting news from Facebook, I've said this before, if you're getting your news from Facebook, you're getting a reflection of the news. You're getting the news as told by what somebody else is sharing in a link. All right. So by this point, it's already second and third hand information. That is unless you follow the source directly. If you are friends with Reuters on Facebook, then you're getting Reuters news as they post it. That's the way I do it on Twitter. Of course, when you open the when you open the tweet on Twitter, you get reactions from people, which is kind of interesting. It becomes it becomes an interesting talking point between people who are also fellow followers of whatever news feed that you are following, you see. And some of it can be quite ugly, as most of it can be, and then some can be rather gloaty. We've seen, <laughs> seen a lot of that. And there is, quite frankly, an absence of reason between all of it. Between Facebook and Twitter, there's an absence of any type of reason. And why is this a deal? Because most people that follow these things or subscribe to these services don't think about that. You don't think about it. You don't think about, oh, this is just an absence of reason. It's more like, God damn, did you see what they said on Facebook? And he said it out loud. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Hey, we all do it. I'm just as guilty of it as the next guy. It's as if we are automatically conditioned to give Facebook and Twitter the the uh, the credence, if you will, the um, uh, the trust that they that that it sort of claims it has on people, and it and it certainly doesn't. I mean, I don't trust any of it, to be honest with you. Uh, other such social media out there, of course, you've got. Uh, well, now the new thing is TikTok, uh, the video service there. Um, I, I don't subscribe to it. I don't use it. I've talked to people who have and gotten rid of it. Um, if you want to talk about something that is completely and wholly very dangerous, it is TikTok. Um, it, uh, it, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you have it on your device, uh, part of the terms of service is that it, that it has access to your email contacts. It has access to your phone contacts. It has access to your message, message, messages, 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 uh-huh. And it has access to your GPS. And it's reporting all of this back to a third party. That third party is in China. Not that it matters. It could be in Pakistan. Who cares? I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you the facts here. And that creates a privacy issue. But people are still, because of, because of all the goofy videos and the fun that it has. And I've seen some that have been shared to other social media platforms that I do use. And um, that's... That's 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 the consideration here, right? Another uh, social media platform that has uh, that had it was I don't know I don't think it is a thing anymore per se. Uh, Snapchat, uh, Snapchat, flash in the pan, kind of oh hey check a look at this here here take a look at my cat boom and then the picture's gone away, minus the screen grab perhaps if your cat's that attractive, but nevertheless, nevertheless it was what the what the younger generation the uh, I don't know the uh, I don't know uh, twelve to uh, it was a twelve to eighteen year olds somewhere in the tween to teen area they they were all kind of using that there for a minute. And then, of course, WhatsApp, uh, that has its moments uh, as far as uh, communication, uh, being able to make international phone calls on the cheap, on the nothing, really, uh, for free, amongst other things and uh, group messages and things like that. So, And, and there's a bunch of these, um, and, and they're all out there. Reddit is another social media uh, site, believe it or not, even though it's vastly different. It is viewer and user curated news feeds. 
uh, and those of you who know Reddit understand it uh, better than I can describe it. But those of you who have not taken a look at it, just go to it. Go take a look at it. It didn't take a whole heck of a lot to figure it out. R-E-D-D-I-T dot comma. Uh, fun stuff there, too. And I've seen a lot of interesting things, and, and it's you know fairly accurate, nevertheless. But it does require vetting. And when you get into the content of it and you look at the... Uh, the comments of each of the of the posts, then you really start to see how accurate or not accurate certain things are. Because let's just say there's a story about, um, well, like COVID, we'll use that as an example, that there's something about a, a pandemic and somebody makes some outlandish remark or statement about epidemiology in general. An actual epidemiologist will probably step in behind that comment and say, yo, cheese dick, you're wrong. And this is why. And then they'll explain. So it is a learning experience, and it comes with its own grain of salt, which is which is kind of interesting. Is it toxic? You're damn right it is. Is it negative? Incredibly. <laughs> it's also quite funny, and it is loaded with my type of humor, which is very sarcastic, dark humor. So it, there, there, there is that. And so once again, you know what you're getting into as you go along on, on these services. Now, which leads me to the granddaddy of them all. And I'm talking about toxicity, the level of toxicity, the one that cannot be beat, the guaranteed undisputed heavyweight champion of the world in toxicity and social media. I asked you earlier if you could figure out what it was I'm talking about. And what it is, is next door. Now, look, to be fair, I'm not, I may sound like I'm impugning the service. I am not. I am a user of Nextdoor. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. But I, <laughs> but, I, but I am. And it is toxicity on a level that is very minimally understood. Sarcasm does not exist on Nextdoor. Why is this, you ask? Because the, my, by and large, the majority of the users of next door take it far more seriously than you would think they would take anything in this world for those that are not hip i'll give you a brief rundown of what next door is it's based on your neighborhood say you move into this groovy neighborhood right well say you live in a nice neighborhood it doesn't matter whether you own or rent a house or it doesn't it doesn't really matter and you have this neighborhood and you kind of want to see what's going on in your neighborhood so you get this app called next door and in the sign-up process, it asks for your your physical address. To be fair, I have never received any physical piece of mail from anybody as a result of this. And it's not even posted up there. It's just for them to verify that's your neighborhood and that you are who you say you are. Okay. After that, the level of responsibility of this app ends. <laughs> it just it stops. Aside from... The occasional getting put into next door jail, which is sort of amusing. Uh, nevertheless, and it's like any other site that has a small village of individuals, a very niche audience. You have those that use it four or five times a day. They're constantly posting stuff up there. And that means about 85% of the other people that, that use it, that watch it, I'm one of them. Look at it as a lurker, as somebody who sits back and just watches this unfold. Now, first, the good part <laughs> before I get into the bad part. And, and look, if, you, if you're hip to next door, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. 
there is, to be fair, an actual cool service that comes with this. It's sort of a side effect of it. There are those who might have, have their dog may have gotten loose and they might post a picture of their dog in a post and they'll say, if anybody sees my dog, Ralphie, here's his picture. Here's my phone number or you can direct message me here. That's pretty cool. Um, you just move into a neighborhood and you're trying to learn about what's going on. What day is garbage day, for example? That's something that you can put out there and somebody will respond to you. Let's say you're cleaning out your home and you got a bunch of stuff you just want to get rid of, but you don't want to have a garage sale or a yard sale. Just put it out on the curb. Then you have what is called a curb alert. And you say, hey, I got a little bit of furniture for a curb alert. If anybody wants it, come and get it. And you post an address and boom, it's gone within moments. There are those, I'm looking at a post right now in my neighborhood. Somebody has uh, has offering free masks. Yeah, free face masks for anybody that needs one. Free. She's sewing them and donating them for free. If anybody needs one to hit her up, she'll hook one. She'll, she'll hook you up. How about that? That's uh, That's nice. Hopefully. Hopefully there might be some people that might go, hey, thank you, ma'am. Here's a couple of bucks. Here's five bucks, whatever. Hopefully they'll be doing that sort of thing. So there's, there is that. Okay. There, and to be fair, there's a, there's a fair amount of that. Uh, here's one I'm looking at right now. Somebody's looking to have their air conditioner repaired. Well, God help them. This is a tough time for that to happen. Cause it was like a hundred stinking degrees today. They need somebody that can fix a window unit or perhaps sell one. So there's, there's that. And, and people chime in with say, Hey, I got a friend of mine over here. Look, I've got an extra one for sale. Come and get it. to so keep your house cool. And you will settle up later. You know, it's a neighborly thing. Uh, pictures of fallen trees in the neighborhood from recent storms. And, and, uh, and then, and then, and then there are those who find something completely wrong with everything in the world. And they take to next door to bitch about it all. <clears throat> Regarding the face masks, people that have been driving around town are reporting back to next door as though it was some sort of a massive world-breaking news type of thing that, oh my God, oh, the humanity, there's not that many people wearing their face masks, even though we're still in a first wave of the COVID-19. Oh my God, I can't believe this is going on and my God, everybody's going to die. And everybody's going, look, chill, dude. You <laughs> just relax. You can't control everybody. You have people that have been on both sides of the fence when it came to Black Lives Matter, which still freaks me out that there are people that are actually, that have a problem here. It's like, okay, the question on the table is we're going to end racism and then somebody's going to go, yeah, but um, you're going to debate the ending of racism? Really? What is, what, what is there to debate? Shit, the entire state of Mississippi is about to vote to remove the, 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 to create a new state flag. Do you know how monumental that is? That's the state of Mississippi. They've been fighting the Civil War since 1863. Still fighting it. Damn. You know, you, you look at, you look at all the, all the different flags of the states, right? And they're all, they're all cool. They're all creative and they'll have their own story to tell. And, you know, and you come across Mississippi and you just kind of stop in your tracks and you go, well, goddamn, what are you doing? And finally, after all of this time, 
the state legislature and their House of Representatives have pushed forward a bill to remove that flag and redesign it. And you know what? The Senate has also agreed to do the same thing. And the governor, Tate Reeves, has actually said that he would sign it if it came across his desk. Big doings down there. And of course, naturally, there are people that are going to have problems with this. Those people we identify as racists. You're erasing our history. You know all that history we erased in Germany with the Nazis and stuff during the Second World War? I don't remember. What was that guy's name again with the funny mustache? I don't know. We took all of his pictures down. I can't remember the guy. Uh-huh. <clears throat> anyway, back to next door. There are people who have problems with certain things in the, in, in the night, as you do. Saw a suspicious person. You get this a lot in the fall and the winter. Saw a suspicious person walking in the neighborhood. He was wearing a hoodie. And people will say, did you call the police? <laughs> well, no. I don't know if that was any one of y'all. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're looking after you're looking outside your window for whatever reason, because like there's ain't dick on TV. And you see a quote unquote suspicious person walking through the neighborhood wearing a hoodie. Bitch, it's like 40 degrees outside. Of course I'm wearing a hoodie. Also, if you notice real carefully, at the end of my right hand was a leash, and on that leash was a damn dog. I got called by the next door thing on this. It was like, dude, it was me. Quit being so jumpy. Next door has allowed people to become really, really jumpy about certain things. And the, and the argument that you hear every day, no less than four or five times a day. The one, the one, the biggest word that is spoken the most, the most frequent times. Can you imagine what this is? What is, in the in the in the title of the post? What word would be used more than any other on next door? Do you know what that is? Fireworks. They like to play fireworks or gunfire on next door. It's like it was like some sort of a TV game show. Look, um, this has been going on for a long time now. I've I've been on, I've been on this platform. How long have I been on this platform? Give me a moment, and I'll tell you. I've been on this platform a while now. I've been on it for five years. I've been a member of it since 2015. I've been a resident of this neighborhood for 15 years. The, um, the thing about the fireworks. The thing about the gunfire thing is that as isolated as these things are, no fireworks have set any homes on fire in Cooper Young in the time that I have been on there. I may be wrong, but it's a very rare incident. It's very rare that random gunfire is causing a problem. It's more of just a nuisance. People are like, oh, I heard some guns going off. What was that? And it's always the same thing. Did you call the cops? Um, no. Everybody's posting the, the non-emergency number. Call the police. Call the police. Call the police. Call the police. Got to tell them where they hear gunfire because they make a note of all of that. I have my doubts about the validity of that statement, but nevertheless... <clears throat> It has gotten to the point now with Nextdoor, amongst all of the toxicity and the weirdness that exists on it. Ooh, fireworks, South of Southern. No shit, every night. 
pop-up store. We don't want. Okay, great. Dog's getting loose. Um, there are people that are my neighbors. <laughs> so did you see? Did you see that on the next door? Just you see what so and so said, and they'll go, "Oh yeah, that was why I closed my account." <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I had to delete it from my phone. I wasn't going to be any part of this any anymore. Uh-huh. I don't understand. <clears throat> and it it's this toxicity that I think people are starting to wake up to and having more and more problems. More and more tolerance of this is getting thinner and thinner. And what are they doing? They're they're turning this crap off. We did fine without the next door app. We <laughs> we'll do fine without it down the way. Should it go away? I, I, I'm laughing because somebody has <laughs> has posted a picture of what looks to be like a chrome stripper shoe. Then with them stiletto high heels, it looks like it's got a good, I don't know, five inches on it on from the from the from the toe down. Up on the heels, good foot. And there's like it's got cheap diamonds encrusted. It's a stripper shoe. And the and the post is headlined. Is this yours? Kids found this in the lot down from blah blah. Looks brand new. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, I, I, I completely understand that you, as a neighborhood, especially this day and age, you got to find ways to stay. Um, you got to stay in contact with everybody, right? You know, we're dealing with a pandemic and there's people that are not taking this too well. And then there are some that are taking it too lightly. But in the meantime, there's just, you know, if you live in a neighborhood that may have a, a fair number of senior citizens, it's kind of important that you help look after them, Right. I mean, we're, we're entering our heat wave for the summer. It's going to get damn hot. And there's going to be people that are going to be uncomfortable, yet they're afraid to leave their homes because of this pandemic. And then there are those that are like, why are you wearing a goddamn mask? You're, you're violating my right to catch the disease. You know, shit like that. And it is important. I mean, that's that was one of the things I've talked about before about the reason why Halloween I thought was so important because it was one of the, it was the one time a year where your neighbors get to kind of come out and bring the kids out and everybody's looking fun. Hey, here's 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 the guy on the end of the street here. He's got the funny uh, the funny house and the funny mustache. Look, he's got good candy. You know, here have some candy, kid. Now get out of here. And then you get to hang out with their parents and you know you're shooting the shit and just having a big old time. And it was a it was a chance that you probably wouldn't normally get. You know, one thing about my neighborhood I'm very proud of is that no matter where you go in this neighborhood, you find that we're all sort of neighbors with each other, even if it's like four blocks away. We all kind of know each other down here. It's become a bit of a village. So when you when you when the overlay of next door came to this some time ago, many years ago, it felt like it was a really a bad idea at the time. Which at the point when I when I came to that conclusion, I thought right out of the shoot, <laughs> well, I'm signing up. <laughs> this ought to be fun. Yeah, it is. It's a real scream. Sometimes it's kind of aggravating. But nevertheless, as the old saying goes, it is what it is. And as tone deaf as it might be from time to time, or as callous or um, non-constructive as it is, then you just have to take it all with a grain of salt, 
At least Twitter comes with its own salt, but this does not. Which leads me to this before I wrap up this uh, this episode, if you will, at least this part of the show. My incident on next door. <clears throat> this happened many years ago. I was on what five years ago, so probably probably that year. Because <laughs> my neighbors know me, they know who I am. We chat. There's no bones about who everybody is. They know my wife. They know me. They know the dog. Hell, they know the fact that we got two cats, but we don't take them out in the neighborhood. I mean, they just know these things because they may be listening to this. <clears throat> One afternoon on my way home from the studio, I was uh, uh, driving, and it was it was a it was a lovely spring afternoon. It was one of those days that's it's fairly rare around here where the humidity was really low and the temperature was just perfect. You know, it's what they call chamber of commerce weather. It was gorgeous. And I'm driving. I've had a big day at work. Windows are down. I'm looking forward to coming home and having a sandwich or something. And off to my right along the neighborhood as I pull into this uh, this Cooper Young neighborhood, there there is, I'm just on the outskirts of it. I'm on Southern Avenue and I'm headed to Cooper to make my turn to come home. And about a couple of blocks from my turn, there's a man, a large man. I'd say he was probably six, four, six, five. I'm about six, two and a half, six, three, somewhere in there. He's about six, four, six, five. Looked to be in pretty good shape. You know, he wasn't obese or anything. He's just a big dude, naked, junk, all hanging out. He clearly was a bit detached <laughs> as, as one would probably be if they're naked. And I just kind of sort of snickered to myself. I was like, well, this is probably not going to go well. There's going to be, there's police all over the area. So at some point, this guy's going to wind up having to deal with the fuzz and and that'll be it. And, you know, you just kind of, you, 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 as you go by, you, you, you kind of, I don't know, mutter that, that little prayer. <laughs> oh, brother, I hope you're going to be okay. You know, one of them things. And you don't think anything about it and you go on because that's what it is. You know, this neighborhood's a bit weird anyway, but that's that's no big deal. It was just a naked guy walking down the road, as happens. It happens all over America, I would think. It's not we're not an isolated event. So I come home and I'm doing a few things. I'm back here in my office, and I don't know, a couple hours into my evening, I uh, I thought for some bizarre reason, I thought I'd hit up next door and see what was up. And I did. <laughs> The first post was somebody identifying, not really by name, but pointing out the fact that there was a naked man walking down Southern Avenue and how they were complete. These people were completely freaked out that there was a naked guy walking around out there. So I thought I'd add a little levity to the to the post turned out to be a really bad idea. The levity that I that I posted was, quote, well, to be fair, it was a lovely afternoon. Unquote. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the hollering. Oh, the screaming. Oh, my God. How I got a threat from next door themselves that my post had been flagged for inappropriate content. Somebody had accused me of making light of of, uh, uh, sexual assault. I wanted so badly to go in there and pick a fight and go. I didn't realize the guy had sexually assaulted you. While he was walking away from your neighborhood. Um, but people have gotten a little little touchy about these things. <laughs> you know? 
Oh my goodness, there's a naked guy out there. Well, how about let's get some help together for the guy. Let's get him a pair of shorts, you know, maybe wrap a robe on him. Who knows? Clearly the man's got an issue. Call the police, which nobody did. And because of my little silly little comment and the outrage that, that I had received over this, which I to this day I find funny, I quit posting to it. I'm still there. I think I made a post not too terribly long ago because there was something that was rather relevant. But um, but I don't I'm not like not like I would on Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. I don't even talk about the show on next door. These people wouldn't understand it. They would they would flip out if they heard this. Although I think there's some of you in my neighborhood that do listen to this show, but y'all get y'all get the joke. And it's one it's one of those things. It's an interesting look at the way society really is behind closed doors because face-to-face, none of these people would say these things to each other. Now, I would have said to anybody, well, to be fair, it was a nice day. It was a nice afternoon for a walk. I mean, I'm no medical health professional. I'm no mental health professional for that matter either. I mean, I know a good afternoon when I find one. Not that I'm going to be I have the proclivity to drop my pants and walk around the neighborhood. I mean, you know, don't knock it till you try it. I get it, but, you know, I can sort of empathize with the guy to us an extent. But see, if the longer I would have carried on this conversation, the more I would have, I would have thrown me in, in, uh, in next door jail. My account would have been suspended for five days or whatever the case was. And it, it would have just deleted the app. It's, you know, it's not that important to me. None of it's important to me. None of this is real. That's the bottom line. The toxicity of it is what's real. The rest of this stuff is not. None of it is. And the reason why I say the toxicity is real because it's a reflection of how these people really truly think. They'll never say it out loud, but they'll say it behind the safety and the quote unquote anonymity of a keyboard. And that's what makes it truly dangerous. The Broom Closet is your one-stop shop for all of your metaphysical supplies and gifts. We stock candles, herbs, gemstones, incense, salt lamps, and more. We also host monthly rituals and events for those looking to get together with like-minded people. And the Broom Closet is the only place you can get your cards read by me, Reverend Emily. I'm an ordained Wiccan minister and Reiki master. Book your next tarot reading and see what's in the cards for you. Discover conscious living and being connected to an awesome community. The Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop is located in downtown Memphis or visit our online store at thebroomclosetmemphis.com. The Broom Closet, where magic begins. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus. So if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radioland with Rick Cheddar. When I worked in television news, there was this whole notion that what we were doing was relevant. And maybe at the time it sort of was. I don't. It, it was at the certainly at the tail end of it. And this was about nineteen. Oh, when I started working there, about in the in the business from like eighty six to like uh, ninety three, something like that. And during that time, we thought that what we were doing was yeoman's work for sure. That our job was to entertain and to inform, not necessarily in that order. And that was the way that we did these things. But look what's happened now. What has it turned into now? newscasters that sit there on the television and they go, if you want more on the story, make sure you go to our website. Every stinking story is about going to their website to learn more. And when you do, what do you find out? It's the exact same thing that they had just put out on the air. (laughs) They don't give a shit about content. No, they care about one thing and that is traffic. 
previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, pocketcast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Right, you heard what's coming up next time on the program. Uh, uh, Yeah, Uh, there there it is. I want to remind you, too, before I get out of here. Uh, Blues and Blues, still in uh, hiatus, aside from the fact that the music is going to be blues music tonight, 8 p.m. Central to 11 p.m. Central, depending on when you capture the show, which I am running up against the clock now, so you'll probably get this thing well after the 8 o'clock hour, but going all night tonight, nevertheless. And then, don't forget, at some point this evening, toward the midnight hour, more specifically, the first episode of Drinking with Dead People will drop on the YouTube channel by the same name, Drinking with Dead People. It'll be released every Monday from there on out uh, for about 13 weeks. I think, I don't know if we're going to take a week off or not. We may just go straight to the end of the year with this thing. Uh, we'll just kind of see how this goes. If nobody listen, nobody likes it or anything like that, if it doesn't do well, we'll pull the plug on it ourselves and find something else to waste people's time with. But <laughs> way to have confidence in what you're doing there, Rick. <laughs> hey, you know. I know, where I, I know where I'm standing. So, uh, so yeah, be sure and uh, and take a look at it. And if you're catching this, like, you know, like on a Monday or Tuesday, hey, the show's already out. Go find it. Go take a look at it. And uh, like and subscribe and share it and all that other fun stuff. And if you subscribe to it, then what's kind of cool is every time I upload an episode, you'll be notified that there's a, there's a new one there for you. So there it is. How about that? Nice and simple. Down and to the point. That's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm off to go see what trouble I can cause the next door. <laughs> My next door neighbors went, what? No, he's not coming over here. No, we're done. Uh, Until then, please take care of yourselves. Take one another and uh, take care of what? Uh, We'll fix it in post. Got to go. I'm Rick Cheddar. And this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For bookings and other inquiries, you can write the show by sending an email to Radioland at PirateRadioStudios.com. For more, go to Radio-Memphis.com. 